It's the Old Man Yells at Music podcast, a show about big and little hits from the 70s, 80s and 90s in the US, UK and Canada. Also forgotten albums, pop music on TV, and more. I'm your announcer Annie Stewart, and here's the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello and welcome to episode 145 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. This week we're looking at the Canuckas charts of October 27th, 1979. Around this time, McDonald's opened its first restaurant in Singapore. Thirteen years later, the country outlawed the sale of chewing gum, a ban that is still in effect. So remember, in Singapore, you can buy a Big Mac, but not a pack of Big Red. Let's see what was going on in the culture beyond fast food chain expansion. At the movies, the biggest hit of the month was Ten, a sex comedy in which songwriter Dudley Moore has a midlife crisis and chases after a woman 20 years his junior, played by Bo Derrick, who became an instant sex symbol and a fashion icon for her cornrow hairstyle. But am I the only one who wouldn't have bothered going after another woman when I was already with 1979 Julie Andrews? I think not. Other hits included The Black Stallion, an adaptation of the classic 1941 children's novel, the courtroom drama and Justice for All, which is best remembered for Al Pacino yelling at everyone for being out of order, and Tess, exiled director Roman Polanski's adaptation of Thomas Hardy's novel Tess of the Durbervilles, starring German actress Nastasia Kinski. Other movies included the roller disco musical Skate Town USA, with a cast including Scott Baio, Patrick Swayze, Flip Wilson, Ruth Buzzy from Laugh-In, Marsha from The Brady Bunch, and Horshack from Welcome Back, Cotter. Quite a cast. There was also the Cold War thriller Avalanche Express with Lee Marvin of Wandering Star fame, Robert Shaw, Dynasty's Linda Evans, and former NFL quarterback Joe Namath. The foreign exchange students coming of age flicked French postcards with a cast including Deborah Winger and future Inigo Montoya Mandy Patinkin. And The Great Santini, with Robert Duvall in an Oscar-nominated performance as a hard-ass Marine who is abusive to his family, including his wife, who is played by Blythe Danner, Gwyneth Paltrow's mom. We're going to have a look at the October 27, 1979 BBC TV schedule now. It opened at 9.05 with World of Rugby. At 9.35, it was the children's show Multicolored Swap Shop which featured a performance by the Boomtown Rats. I presume they weren't playing their recent school shooting-based hit, I Don't Like Mondays, because obviously that would have been wildly inappropriate. But I can't say that for sure. After a weather report just before 12.30, it's the Sports Showcase Grandstand, featuring modern pentathlon, boxing, horse racing, darts, snooker, and rugby, along with the soccer scores. Then it's a Warner Brothers cartoon called Swallow the Leader, which starred a black and white cat who isn't Sylvester. There's news at 5.15. Then at 5.30, it's the Battle Brush Show, a kids program hosted by a fox puppet. One of the guests is someone I'll talk about when I get to the charts, so I'll tell you then. At 6, it's Doctor Who in part one of The Creature from the Pit. At 6.25, it's the game show The Generation Game, 
followed at 7.20 by the British-Belgian World War II drama series Secret Army. At 8.15, it's a variety show hosted by singer Shirley Bassey, whose guests this night were Scottish singer Lulu, American R&B group The Drifters, and Greek musician Dennis Roussos. At 9, it's a Starsky and Hutch, in which Hutch tries to get revenge on the criminals who shot Starsky and put him in a coma. Then it's news at 9.50, followed by Match of the Day, which shows highlights of three of the day's best soccer matches. At 11, it's Parkinson, a chat show hosted by Michael Parkinson, who apparently died just a few months ago. Then some more weather at midnight, and then they go off the air. I probably watched the bark. I probably would have watched the boxing and the darts in the afternoon and then match of the day. Who knows what else I'd do if transported back to London 44 year, 45 years ago. 44 technically, but we're 2024 now. Anyway, on the bestseller lists, top fiction titles included The Establishment, the third book in Spartacus author Howard Fast's Levette family series, Jailbird, Kurt Vonnegut's story of a fictional Watergate co-conspirator, Shadow of the Moon, a revised version of MMK's novel about a 19th century revolt in India against British forces, and John D. MacDonald's latest Travis McGee mystery, The Green Ripper. Meanwhile, nonfiction readers were picking up Aunt Irma's, Aunt Irma's Coke book, the latest collection by, from the humorist Irma Bombeck. Also, Energy Future, a book about how the world can meet its future energy needs by Harvard Business School experts Robert Stobaugh and Daniel Jurgen. Quest for the Best, a book about retailing by Stanley Marcus, the founder of the Neiman Marcus department store chain. And The Great Shark Hunt, a collection of essays and articles by gonzo journalist Hunter S. Thompson. And for music, I'm going to go back to Britain to look at their October 27th, 1979 Top 10 album chart. Number 10, The Pleasure Principle by Gary Newman, the first solo album by the leader of Tubeway Army. Number 9, Discovery by Electric Light Orchestra, their first number one LP, whose biggest hit was Don't Bring Me Down. Number 8, Lena's Music Album by Lena Martell biggest success for a singer from Scotland. Number seven, Outlandos de Moor by The Police. Their debut album featuring Roxanne and Can't Stand Losing It. Number six, Off the Wall by Michael Jackson, his first step towards solo superstardom. His first step towards solo superstardom. Surprising tongue twist. Anyway, number five, The Long Run by The Eagles, their second top five album here. Number four, Whatever You Want by Status Quo, their eighth straight top five album, featuring a top five title track. Number three, Eat to the Beat by Blondie, their second number one LP here, featuring Dreaming and Atomic. Number two, Tusk by Fleetwood Mac, the highly anticipated follow-up to Rumors. And the number one album in the UK this week was Regatta de Blanc by The Police, featuring the number one hits Message in a Bottle and Walking on the Moon. And now to the charts. Below the Top 40s. Our journey below the Top 40s this time takes us to a band that didn't have a lot of mainstream success, but were very influential to the generations of artists to come. 
At number 72 in the UK this week, it's Typical Girls by The Slits. Formed in London in 1976, The Slits were fronted by then 14-year-old Ariane Ariup Forster, who was backed by guitarist Viv Albertine and drummer Paloma Palmolive McClarty, both of whom had been in the Sex Pistols-associated band The Flowers of Romance. They toured with The Clash in 1977, after which Palmolive was replaced with future Susie and the Banshees drummer David Budgie Clark. They eventually signed a record deal, and Typical Girls was the first single from their debut album, Cut. Typical Girls is rock with a punk bass, but seasoned with other influences. Here are the ordinary, average lyrics. Don't create. Don't rebel. Have intuition. Can't decide. Typical girls get upset too quickly. Typical girls can't control themselves. Typical girls are so confusing. Typical girls, you can always tell. Typical girls, you can don't think too clearly. Typical girls are unpredictable, predictable. Typical girls try to be typical girls very well. Typical girls try to be typical girls very well. Well. Typical girls are all looking for something. Typical girls fall under a spell. Typical girls buy magazines. Typical girls feel like hell. Typical girls worry about spots and fat and natural smells. Stinky, fake smells. Don't create. Don't rebel. Have intuition. Don't drive well. Can't decide what clothes to wear. Typical girls are sensitive. Typical girls are emotional. Typical girls are cruel, bewitching, but she's a femme fatale. Typical girls stand by their man. Typical girls are really swell. Typical girls learn to attract. Typical girls don't repel. Who invented the typical girl? Who's bringing out the new improved model? Ah, there's another marketing ploy. Typical girl gets the typical boy. Following up on polystyrene of X-Ray Specs' work bringing feminism into punk, this band expanded that message and helped broaden the genre into what was starting to become in what was starting to be called post-punk. And a young Nana Cherry can be heard singing backup. They were confrontational, adventurous, and unapologetic, traits that to that point had not been valued in female musicians. Their direct and indirect influence is still felt in pop music to this day. Typical Girls was down from a peak of number 60. The Slits had no further charting singles, and they released one more album before breaking up in 1982. A new lineup featuring classic members Ari Up and bassist Tessa Pollitt got together in 2005, and they toured and released one more album until Ari Up died from breast cancer in 2010. Forty to thirty-one. Our first top forty record is the British number thirty-five, "Smash It Up" by The Damned. Formed in London in 1976, The Damned originally consisted of singer Dave Vanian, guitarist Brian James, bassist Raymond Captain Sensible Burns, and drummer Christopher Rat Scabies Miller. In October of that year, they released what is recognized as the first official punk single, "New Rose." They put out two albums before James left. Then they released their third LP, Machine Gun Etiquette, and its first single, Love Song, got to number 20. Smash It Up was the follow-up. 
Smash It Up is straight-up punk rock with some organ to spice things up. I mean the instrument. I mean the musical instrument. Anyway, let's break down the lyrics. We've been crying now for much too long, and now we're going to dance to a different song. I'm going to scream and shout till my dying breath. I'm going to smash it up till there's nothing left. Oh, ooh, ooh, smash it up, smash it up, smash it up. People call me villain. Oh, it's such a shame. Maybe it's my clothes must be to blame. I don't even care if I look a mess. Don't want to be a sucker like all the rest. Smash it up. You can keep your Krishna burgers. Smash it up. And your Glastonbury hippies. Smash it up. You can stick your frothy lager. Smash it up. And your blow wave hairstyles. And everybody's smashing things down. I said everybody's smashing things down. Yeah. The lyrics are a rejection of idle hippie culture in favor of real activism and work for change. You could argue that this is the band's manifesto, but there's a melody and a hook, so it's not all medicine. The Offspring later covered it pretty much faithfully, so there's no question that they were an influence on the 90s punk pop scene. Smash It Up peaked at number 35. The Damned had seven more top 40 hits, including the 1986 top five Eloise. Captain Sensible and Rat Scabies have both been in and out of the group a couple times, but they and Dave Vanian are in the current lineup. Their 12th album, Darkadelic, came out early last year. Our first Canadian hit is their number 34, Come to Me by France Jolie. Born in Montreal in 1963, France Jolie began singing professionally at the age of six, and at 15, she was signed to an American label. Come to Me was the first single from her self-titled debut album. Come to Me is lush disco. Let's summon the lyrics. Come to me when you're all alone and feeling down. Come to me when there's nobody else around. Come to me, I'm still waiting open-armed for you. Come to me, because I will comfort you. When you've no one to turn to, I will be here just for you. Come to me when your world is empty and cold. Come to me when you need someone you want to hold. Come to me in my arms and I will, I will keep you safe and warm. Come to me. I will shelter you from the storm. I'm not one to pretend. Why can't you understand that I love you and I love you and I need you and I want you? Come to me, oh baby. This sounds like a budget version of Donna Summer's collaborations with Giorgio Moroder. That isn't her only connection with the Queen of Disco. One of Jolie's big breaks came when she was brought in to replace Donna Summer at the last minute at a July 1979 show at the popular gay getaway spot, Fire Island. There's also a comparison to be made with Celine Dion, because both were Quebecois child-singing prodigies eventually brought to an international audience. From this sample, there's no doubt that Jolie had the talent, for some reason, it didn't translate into a major career. Come to Me peaked at number 15 in both Canada and the United States. French Jolie had no further hits beyond the disco and dance music charts. Her most recent single came out in 2012. We stop in America now for their number 37 song, Dream Police by Cheap Trick. Formed in Rockford, Illinois in 1973, Cheap Trick originated with a band called Fuse. 
who released one major label album in 1970. That band's guitarist Rick Nielsen, bassist Tom Peterson, and drummer Bun E. Carlos would regroup with a new name, eventually picking up Wisconsin-born singer Robin Zander. Their first three albums didn't produce any hits, but it built them an enthusiastic following in Japan, which was captured on the live album At Budokan. That album broke them at home, going multi-platinum and producing two top 40 hits, including the top 10, I Want You to Want Me. Dream Police was the first single and title track from their fifth LP. Dream Police is big, bold power pop. I'm about to force the law that I must read the lyrics. The Dream Police, they live inside of my head. The Dream Police, they come to me in my bed. The Dream Police, they're coming to arrest me. Oh no. You know, the talk is cheap and those rumors ain't nice. And when I fall asleep, I don't think I'll survive the night. The night. Because they're waiting for me. They're looking for me. Every single night. They're driving me insane. Those men inside my brain. Well, I can't tell lies because they're listening to me. And when I fall asleep, bet they're spying on me. Tonight. Tonight. I try to sleep. They're wide awake. They won't leave me alone. They don't get paid to take vacations or let me alone. They spy on me. I try to hide. They won't let me alone. They persecute me. They're the judge and jury all in one. This is prime paranoia pop. It's like a nightmare that's simultaneously unpleasant and compelling. You kind of want to wake up, but you also want to see where it goes. This is a band that did get mainstream success, had wide influence, and got their Hall of Fame due. But given how great they sounded on their best records, all that still doesn't seem like enough. To me, they belong on the highest level of the Pantheon. Dream Police peaked at number 26. In Canada, it got to number 9. Cheap Trick had one more hit from the Dream Police album, then had a succession of flop singles, including four that peaked between number 44 and number 48, until they came back in a big way with the 1988 number 1, The Flame. They had three more hits after this, and they continued to record and perform, although Bun E. Carlos left the band in 2010. Their 20th album, Another World, came out in 2021. Thirty to 21. Our first song from the top 30s is the American number 29, If You Remember Me by Chris Thompson and Knight. Born in Ashford, England in 1948, Christopher Hamlet Thompson, yes, that's his actual name, grew up in New Zealand, but returned to Britain in the 70s, where he joined Manfred Mann's Earth Band, singing on their number one hit, Blinded by the Light. He left that band in 1978 to form a new group in Los Angeles with female singer Stevie Van. Their debut single, The Van Sung Hot Summer Nights, reached the top 20. This single, the one we're talking about now, written by Marvin Hamlish and Carol Bayer Sager for the John Voight, Faye Dunaway, Ricky Schroeder remake of the 1931 boxing film The Champ, was originally credited to just Chris Thompson, but was later added to new pressings of Knight's self-titled debut LP. If You Remember Me is the kind of maudlin ballad you would expect to hear over the credits of a movie where the hero dies. Whoops, spoiler alert. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry to spoil a 45-year-old movie. Let's go a few rounds with the lyrics. When you remember me, 
if you remember me. I hope you see it's not the way I want it to be. Or I'd be with you now. But wherever you go, my love goes with you. Keep on smiling. Keep on shining. Even though you know you want to cry. I tried to love you. Looking in my eyes, you saw promises in life. Too many times. I'll be with you. Keep believing. Some things even time can't come between. And if you blame me, try and realize there were promises and lies too many times. This sounds like a cross between Paul McCartney's My Love and the Dion and Friends charity hit, That's What Friends Are For. And it's as bad as that sounds. In 10 years, John Voigt went from a movie featuring Nilsson's Everybody's Talking to one featuring this. And the next song Ricky Schroeder would be associated with was the theme from Silver Spoons. That was no classic either, but it's not like there was anywhere to go from this but up. If You Remember Me peaked at number 17. It hit number 90 in Canada. Chris Thompson would make one more album with Knight before they broke up in 1981. He then reunited with Manfred Mann's Earth Band, and he's also released several solo albums, most recently 2014's Toys and Dishes. Now we're at the number 26 hit in the UK, On My Radio by The Selector. Formed in Coventry in 1979, the Selector were part of that city's emerging ska scene, and they were on one side of the first single released by the two-tone label, with the other being occupied by the specials. On My Radio was the first single that was solely theirs. On My Radio is bouncy ska with an enthusiastic lead vocal by Pauline Black. You're about to hear the lyrics on your phone or other device. Anyway. Someone who loves me switched the radio on. Someone who loves me. I bought my baby a red radio. He played it all day. A go-go, a go-go. He liked to dance to it down in the streets. He said he loved me, but he loved the beat. But when I switch on, I rotate the dial. I could see it there, driving him so wild. I bought my baby a red radio. He said he loved me, but he had to go. It's just the same old show on my radio on my radio, on my radio, on my radio. Black Sane goes from joyful to weird wailing, and it's glorious. And I want a red radio. Red is my color. All I can say about this is, this is just good, good pop music. On My Radio peaked at number eight. The Selector had three more hits and released two more albums before breaking up in 1982. They reunited in 1991, and their 17th album, Human Algebra, came out earlier last year. We're in Canada again for number 22, Get Up and Boogie by Freddie James. Born in Chicago in 1965, Freddie James moved to Montreal in the mid-70s with his mother, singer Geraldine Hunt. He was only 14 when he released this, the title track from his debut EP. Get Up and Boogie is Fast and Furious Disco. Let's step to the lyrics. Slam, bam, ram, jam, get up and get on up and boogie. Everybody get up and boogie. 
Hey, you over there, get up off that chair. The disco's made for dancing and not to sit and stare. Get down on the dance floor and let your body move. With the music paying, playing loud, you'll get into the groove. Get up and boogie. Get up and boogie. Yeah. Come on, shake your booty. Get down to the beat. Get your body in motion. Generate some heat. Come on, push. Push in the bush. Get down to the freak. Let your body boogie oogie. The heat is in the beat. Hardly groundbreaking, but very impressive for a guy barely into his teens. Had he come all, had he come along a couple years earlier, he could have put, put together a string of hits. But we all know how disco was trending in the fall of 1979, so this was always going to be tough to sustain. Get Up and Boogie peaked at number 22. It reached number 54 in the UK. Freddie James had no further hits, but he has consistently recorded and performed solo and in groups, sometimes with his mother and or sister. He currently plays regularly in and around Montreal with his band, The Freddie James Project. Our first top 20 hit is the number 12 song in Canada, Cruel to be Kind by Nick Lowe. Born in Walton-on-Thames, Surrey in 1949, Nick Lowe's first major musical venture was co-founding the band Brinsley Schwartz in 1969. He left that band to form Rockpile with Dave Edmonds in 1975. But as the two had separate contracts with different labels, their collaborations were released as solo LPs. Lowe's 1978 debut, Jesus of Cool, produced the UK Top 10, I Love the Sound of Breaking Glass. And he had hit the British Top 40 one more time before crossing the pond with this, the second single from his second album, Labor of Lust. Cruel to be Kind is boppy, acoustic guitar-driven power pop based on the maxim, you always hurt the one you love. I will now be nice to you by torturing you with my reading of the lyrics. Oh, I can't take another heartache. Though you say you're my friend, I'm at my wit's end. You say your love is bona fide, but that don't coincide with the things that you do. And when I ask you to be nice, you say you've got to be cruel to be kind in the right measure. Cruel to be kind. It's a very good sign. Cruel to be kind means that I love you. Baby, you've got to be cruel to be kind. Well, I do my best to understand, dear, but you still mystify, and I want to know why. I pick myself up off the ground to have you knock me back down again and again. And when I ask you to explain, you say, you gotta be cruel to be kind. This guy knew his way around a hook. And this, that Rock Piles song I covered a few episodes ago, Teacher, Teacher, and the Brinsley Schwartz tune, What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding, that was made famous when Elvis Costello covered it, make for a triumphant trilogy of songcraft. And he'd be hard-pressed to find a better combination of simplicity and brilliance than Dave Edmonds's shimmery guitar solo. Musically, this is all kindness, no cruelty. Cruel to be Kind peaked at number 12 on the Canadian, American, and British charts, and in Australia too. Now that's consistency. Nick Lowe had one more Canadian hit, and he has consistently recorded, performed, and produced ever since. His most recent release is the 2020 EP, Lay It On Me. Number 
now we're looking at the number 16 song in the U.S., Lovin', Touchin', Squeezin' by Journey. I talked about Journey back in episode 65 when I covered their 1983 hit, Faithfully. Now we rewind four years to look at this, their very first top 40 single, which was the second release from their fifth LP, Evolution. Lovin', Touchin', Squeezin' is a bluesy rocker about infidelity. Let's take hold of the lyrics. You make me weep and want to die, just when you said we'd try lovin', touchin', squeezin' each other. When I'm alone all by myself, you're out with someone else. Lovin', touchin', squeezin' each other. You're tearing me apart every day, every day. You're tearing me apart, oh, what can I say? You're tearing me apart, it won't be long, yes, till you're alone. When your lover, oh, he hasn't come home. Because he's loving who he's touching, he's squeezing another. He's tearing you apart, ooh, every day, every day. He's tearing you apart, oh girl, what can you say? Because he's loving, touching another. Now it's your turn to cry, girl. Na, 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 na. And the na, na, na's just keep going all the way to the end of the song. It's one of the better uses of na-na-na in pop music. And this song literally bumps and grinds, so I'm sure the exotic dancers of the day made frequent use of this. I think this may be my favorite of theirs right now, given the overexposure of both Don't Stop Believin' and, to a slightly lesser extent, Any Way You Want It. Lovin', Touch, and Squeezin' peaked at number 16, and Canada got to number 12. I went into the rest of Journey's career back in episode 65, but I can update you that they released two more albums last year. The studio album Freedom in July, and Live in Concert at Lollapalooza in December. Now we're at the UK number 11, OK Fred by Errol Dunkley. Born in Kingston, Jamaica in 1951, Errol Dunkley made his first record at 14, and he gained a steady following both in Jamaica and Britain that ultimately led to the success of this single. OK Fred is a cover of a 1971 song by John Holtz, who was in a group called the Paragons and wrote their song The Tide is High, which was later covered by Blondie. Let's see if these lyrics are all right. OK Fred, now you're a Yaga Yaga. OK Fred, bully for you. Okay, Fred, now you're a Yaga Yaga. I want to be one too. Okay, Fred, now I'm a Yaga Yaga. Okay, Fred, what do I do? Okay, Fred, now I'm a Yaga Yaga. I'm just like you. She said, I like the way that you do it when you do it on the quit. She say, like the way that you move. I like the way that you groove, she said. So what is a Yaga Yaga? According to my research, it's either a Jamaican version of a slacker or someone who is good in bed. In this context, the lyrics favor the latter, but the former case does have backup in the form of the bong hit sounds that pop up intermittently. So maybe both? Okay, Fred peaked at number 11. Errol Dunkley had one more lower-charting single in the UK, but he apparently still records and performs. With his latest album being 2020's OK Fred Storybook Revisited. Oh yeah, and he was the guest I was talking about on that episode of The Basil Brush Show. 
Top tens. The first of our top tens is the British number five song, Every Day Hurts by Sad Cafe. Formed in Manchester in 1976, Sad Cafe had released two albums that had sold reasonably well before breaking through on the singles chart with this, the first single from their third LP, Facades. Every Day Hurts is a piano-driven breakup ballad. I will take pains to read the lyrics. I saw the lamp from your window. I saw the lamplight, excuse me, from your window. I didn't think you were home sitting there all alone. So I came up to your room to ask you why. Why did you hurt me so? Why did you have to go away? I never wanted anything in my life, not until I met you. I thought you'd see me through. All the bad days that I've had before I met you. Something in the past. Never thought it could last forever. There's one thing I can say. Every day, how I miss you. Oh, oh. Every day I'm without you hurts just a little bit more than any than I've ever been hurt before. Every day that I'm without you hurts just a little bit more. And now I look down from your window to see a young man across the street. He looks something like me, and he's walking with his head down to the ground. Did you want to hurt me so? Why did you have to go away? This is kind of boring to me, but I can hear the stirrings of what would eventually become the new romantic sound. I'm sure that among the people who bought this record were majorities of the future membership of groups like Spandau Ballet and ABC. Both of those bands have multiple songs that I like much better than this, so thanks, I guess. Every Day Hurts peaked at number three. Sad Cafe had two more UK hits and released four more albums before breaking up in 1990. Singer Paul Young, not the every time you go away guy, was also a founding, a founding member of the semi-supergroup Mike and the Mechanics, singing lead on their hit All I Need is a Miracle. He died of a heart attack at the age of 53. A new version of Sad Cafe began touring in 2012, although bassist Des Tong is the only remaining member from their original run. Now we're up to Canada's number five hit, Good Girls Don't by The Knack. Formed in Los Angeles in 1978, The Knack were fronted by Detroit native Doug Figer, who made a couple of major label albums with a band called Sky before moving to LA and forming a new band with local musicians. They soon signed a record deal, and the first single from their debut LP, Get the Knack, topped both the American and Canadian charts. That first single was, of course, My Sharona. Good Girls Don't was the follow-up. Good Girls Don't is unabashed teenage lust rock, although weirdly, Doug Fighter sings the verses like he's extremely bored. This good boy will read the lyrics. She's your adolescent dream, schoolboy stuff, a sticky sweet romance, and she makes you want to scream, wishing you could get inside her pants. So you fantasize away while you're squeezing her. You thought you heard her saying, good girls don't, good girls don't, but she'll be telling you, good girls don't, but I do. So you call her on the phone to talk about the teachers that you hate, and she says she's all alone and her parents won't be coming home till late. There's a ring in your brain because you've 
could have swore you thought you heard her saying, good girls don't, good girls don't. But she'll be telling you, good girls don't, but I do. And it's a teenage sadness everyone has got to taste. And an, an in-between age madness that you know you can't erase till she's sitting on your face. You're alone with her at last and you're waiting till you think the time is right because you've heard she's pretty fast and you're hoping that she'll give you some tonight. So you start to make your play because you heard, because you could have sworn you thought you heard her saying, good girls don't, good girls don't. But she'll be telling you, good girls don't. But I do. These lyrics are pretty frank for 1979. There was a clean edit that turned get inside her pants into giving you a chance and sitting on your face to put you in your place. Although it's funny that there are that there are lines from My Sharona that I think are pretty much as bad, and I don't remember them ever being substituted. You know, like the one about the mystery running down the length of his thigh, or how he always gets it up for the touch of the younger kind. Hmm. Anyway, Good Girls Don't went to number one. It hit number 11 in the U.S. and number 66 in the U.K. The Knack had one more hit and released two more albums before breaking up in 1982. They reunited four years later and put out three more albums and managed one more Canadian hit before they broke up in 2010 after Doug Figer died after battling lung cancer. Now we're back in the USA for number six. Ceylon by the Commodores. Formed in Tuskegee, Alabama in 1968, the Commodores played small venues for a few years before releasing their debut LP in 1974. They had, pick a, they had picked up 10 hits, including five top tens and the number one Three Times a Lady. By the time they released this, the first single from their eighth album, Midnight Magic. Ceylon is a country-flavored soul breakup ballad. Let's float along with the lyrics. Sail on down the line about half a mile or so, and I don't really want to know where you're going. Maybe once or twice you see. Time after time, I tried to tried, I tried to hold on to what we got, but now you're going, and I don't mind about the things you're going to say. Lord, Lord, I gave all my money and my time. I know it's a shame, but I'm giving you back your name. Yeah, yeah. Guess I'll be on my way. I won't be back to stay. I guess I'll move on. I guess I'll move along. I'm looking for a good time. Sail on down the line. Ain't funny how the time can go. Friends say they told me so, but it doesn't matter. It was plain to see that a small town boy like me just wasn't your cup of tea. I was wishful thinking. I gave you my heart and I tried to make you happy and you gave me nothing in return. You know, it ain't so hard to say, would you please just go away? Yeah, yeah, I've thrown away the blues. I'm tired of being used. I want everyone to know I'm a looking for a good time. Good time, yeah. Whoa. Sail on, honey. Good times never felt so good. Good times never felt so good, eh? Wonder if that was an intentional nod to Sweet Caroline. Probably not. But this was an early tip towards singer-songwriter Lionel Richie's exploration of his love for country music. After this, he'd write Lady for Kenny, for Kenny Rogers, 
include the twangy stuck on you on his solo blockbuster Can't Slow Down, and would later release an album of duet versions of his hits with country singers including Blake Shelton, Tim McGraw, and Shania Twain. Sail On was down from a peak of number four. It hit number three in Canada and number eight in the UK. The Commodores would have five more hits, including a number, another number one with Still, before Lionel Richie left the group in 1982. They continued on and managed, and managed a top five in 1985 with the Marvin Gaye tribute Night Shift, but they stopped recording in 1993, although, the, although they continued to perform with William King and Walter Orange as the only re remaining members from their classic era. We'll run down the top tens and look at a number one right after this. Hi, Roger Stroop here. As I'm sure you know, Old Man Yeltsin Music has a Patreon. I have for a while, but now I've streamlined it. Two tiers and guaranteed bonus content at both levels. It's simple. And when you join, you will get a mention on the show. And I'll give you a song from my charts. You can tell your friends you have a hit. Just go on patreon.com slash old man yells at music, pick a tier and sign up. You'll warm this old man's heart. Thank you. So here we go with the top tens. Britain's up first. Number 10, Dreaming by Blondie, their fifth top five. Number nine, Tusk by Fleetwood Mac, the one with the marching band. Number eight, Message in a Bottle by the Police, their first number one. Number seven, The Chosen Few by the Dooley, the third top ten for a family group from Essex. Number six, Gimme, 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 A Man After Midnight by ABBA, The Swedes Get Demanded. Number five, Every Day Hurts by the Sad Cafe. Number four, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough by Michael Jackson, the first real taste the world got of grown-up Mikey all on his own. Number three, when, you when You're In Love With A Beautiful Woman by Dr. Hook, their only number one. Number two, Video Killed the Radio Star by The Bubbles. And they became accomplices to the murder when MTV launched with this video. And the number one song in the UK this week was One Day at a Time by Lena Martell, the Scotswoman's cover of a musical prayer co-written by Chris Christopherson. Now let's do the American Top Ten. Number 10, You Decorated My Life by Kenny Rogers, his third top 10. Number 9, Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. Number 8, Still by the Commodores, their second number 1. Number 7, Heartache Tonight by the Eagles, their fifth number 1. Number 6, Sail On by the Commodores. Number 5, I'll Never Love This Way Again by Dionne Warwick, her ninth top 10. Number 4, Dim All the Lights by Donna Summer, her seventh top 10. Number 3, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough by Michael Jackson. Number two, Pop Music by M, the biggest hit for a London synth pop. And the number one song in the USA this week was Rise by Herb Alpert, the jazz trumpeter's successful foray into disco. So now it's come to this, the Canadian top ten. Number ten, Lonesome Loser by the Little River Band, a top ten here for these Aussie trips. Number nine, the Devil Went Down to Georgia by the Charlie Daniels Band, the biggest hit for the country star. Number eight, I'll Never Love This Way Again by Dionne Warwick. Number seven, Sail On by the Commodores. Number six, Don't Bring Me Down by Electric Light Orchestra, their second number one here. 
Hearts. Number five, Good Girls Don't by The Knack. Number four, Sad Eyes by Robert John, the biggest hit for a singer from Brooklyn. Number three, Bad Case of Loving You by Robert Palmer, his first number one. Number two, Lead Me On by Maxine Nightingale, the biggest hit here for a British singer. And the number one song in Canada this week, and the one in our spotlight was... Pop Music by M. Spotlight number one. Born in Croydon, England in 1947, Robin Scott worked on folk, rock, and R&B projects before putting together an electronic music project that released this, the first single from M's debut LP, New York, London, Paris, Munich. Pop music, music with a K, is synth-pop disco about the joy of hit tunes. L.A., Melbourne, Brussels, Zurich, I'm going to talk about the lyrics. Radio, video, boogie with a suitcase, go living in a disco, forget about the rat race, let's do the milkshake, selling like a hotcake, try some, buy some, fee-fi-fo-fum, talk about pop music, talk about pop music, pop, pop, pop music, I want to dedicate it, everybody made it, shooby dooby doo up infiltrate it, pop, pop, shoo-wop, activate it, New York, London, Paris, Munich, Everybody talk about pop music. Singing in the subway. Shovel with a shoe shine. Mix me a Molotov. I'm on the hit line. Want to be a gunslinger? Don't be a rock singer. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Whichever way you want to go. Lying in the tree. Eeny, meeny. Right in between it. You know what I'm meaning. All around the world, wherever you are. Dance in the street. Anything you like. Do it in the car in the middle of the night. La, 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 la. Dance in the supermarket. Dig it in the fast lane. Listen to the countdown. They're playing our song again. I can't get Jumping Jack. I want a whole get back. Moonlight, Muzak, Nick knack Paddywhack. It's all around you. I want to surround you. It's all around you. This was one of the main songs that brought British New Wave to North America. This and Gary Newman's Cars. Both sounded foreign and futuristic, but still familiar as post-1955 youth-targeting pop. This one was more successful in North America, and I think that's because the tone is more relatable and the singing less robotic. This was the first of two weeks at number one for pop music. It also hit number one in the U.S., but the U.K. denied it a triple crown by holding it to number two. M had two more UK hits, one being a 1989 remix of pop music. And, he, and they released two more albums in the early 80s. Robin Scott has sporadically released music in the years since. And this past June, he released the first new track in over 40 years, Break the Silence. So how to sum up the pop music of October 1979? Rock music of various variants was doing well, probably in a re reaction to the beginning of disco's decline. But dance music was still present in a big way, especially in Britain. And there were artists starting to build on the electronic elements that Giorgio Moroder introduced to the genre. 
And speaking of Britain, they continue to defy expectations by making their number one song in an age of exciting new sounds, a country gospel ballad. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music Podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook feed at Mr. D. Glovehead or on the blog post for this episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Or you can check out the Instagram and Threads accounts at Old Man Yells at Music. And if you didn't get all that, all the links are on my Old Man Yells at Music link tree. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I will link to in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to my Patreon, where you can support the show and get all the bonus Microdose episodes, including the latest about the dangers of heavy metal. And make my charts, just like Mike Birmingham. All lyrics recorded are for the purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time on the show, we're off to the charts of November 1987. You've heard what we were listen, listening to when McDonald's opened in Singapore. Now find out what was popular when KFC opened in China. Until then, I'm Roger Stroop saying RIP to music writer and chart music podcast co-host Neil, Co- Neil Colcarney. May wherever you are have easy access to crisps and well-made sandwiches. Stay safe.